Hello and welcome everyone. This year marks a new beginning for this podcast because I left things in the open for about half a year and it uh, I was quite chagrined to learn that I was not able to fulfill my rather zealous goal to continue this program. So I restarted in 2020 and I guess it's quite a new year's resolution, quite a new decade resolution in this case. So, um, without further ado, um, my name is Cooper, and some of you might uh, remember me from the pilot episode I launched um, six months ago, but I um, created this on something else and restart this whole program. So, let's get back into this. In this podcast, we're going to talk about songwriting in general, um, about um, writing lyrics would be the main part we're going to be talking about. It's not about music theory or um, melodic lines or riffs in this case though we might get to this at some point and um, we'd be talking about um, mainly about lyrics and lyric writing and how to get to writing a coherent story painting pictures with words well not in the literal way but um in a in a more poetical approach so um this episode is targeted to talk about writer's block and being lost on words and hence the title lost on words for this episode um as writers for those of you who listen to this podcast and wonder whether there is any um any basis for this that i'm using i'm gonna be talking about mainly about um my blog posts on my tumblr and the wordpress blog songwriting tips and tricks um just like the show's name and so don't worry if you want to read this in more detail and find all the links you might head over to tumblr or wordpress to find my blog there there's also a facebook page for reference so as writers we are walking dictionaries and therefore we need a load of words to look up when we write it because that is what we are about we are about writing lyrics we are about expressing thoughts and emotions in brief but beautiful words it should be extremely empathic and uh, and it should be extremely inducing uh, compassion by the well uh, inducing compassion i only know inducing nausea but in inducing compassion for the um for the protagonist if that is not you with the, the with the listener because the song is always targeted towards the listener the listener should feel and see the pictures and should see the urgent need we put into this poem it's nothing less it's a poem despite you might not follow a specific meter like shakespeare or any any other poet did back in the days so um when you find yourself having a writer's block sometimes it's just about you not having new ideas and not conceiving of any new ideas because you are so caught up in these newfangled and everyday stories that are on the radio or um on your airpods or whatever device you're listening music to it's just important to to find something out of the box sometimes so when you are lost on words which is one case of writer's block if you have no interesting words to 
describe your problem, your story with. Don't worry, don't panic, it's totally natural. I get these at least once a day, so I will go around this um, from time to time whenever I find the time and motivation to do so. Despite the possibility to read novels, prose and poems by interesting and sophisticated writers from all around the world, don't have to be from uh, your native country or uh, just English writers could be uh, any any writer you want to, if, as long as it's translated into the language you want to write in, because that's important to your writing. You want to know words to implement into your songs. So you could read a lot because that is one way to increase your vocabulary, your range of vocabulary, which is one of the most important things. Think of it like a toolbox uh, in a workshop. You're lost on words. It's like you've been lost on your tools or you're desperately searching for a screwdriver, but you only have a, a pliers to work with. And that's rather not that handy, I guess. So you could either read a lot, uh, listen to a lot of podcasts, songs or interviews and note down, jot down every um, interesting word that, um, that pops up and is of interest to you. But you could also um, um, use a more systematical, uh, more systematical approach to learning and implementing new words into your writing, which is, um, as many of you could have been thinking about for the last seven minutes I've been talking about this, um, is unfortunately learning new vocabulary. It's, for some of us, it's um, it's a burden. It's um, as a liability and something that we do not want to do anymore because we did in school all this road learning and yeah to to what extent it did not pay off for them for some like me it really sticked and it was rather mathematical these words just stick with me whether i'm speaking english correctly or not it's not the point because as long as you are able to understand me you can laugh about me if you want to i don't care you can do your notes take your notes and say Forget about this guy, he can't talk proper English. Well, we're going to see this problem is also for me to be speaking a lot of English and uh, also not being lost on words. It's another approach to not being lost on words. Learn vocabulary. That is so important. Um, it is a thing that you might not... Um, well, it's rather straightforward. You're using words and since you must be learning new words because... If you're only using the words that everyone else uses, everything is going to be set in some on some point, even though uh, statistically there's an endless possibility to rephrase things. But it's important to learn new words, to find new pictures, also get inspiration from new words, and regarding to your reading new um, new novels or poems by by great writers you get to understand the words if you know where they're derived from and when you know what this really means what this literally means if you're not a native speaker um this really means that you should get yourself about 30 minutes each day learning new words reading a lot uh, a lot in english um listening to english music podcasts radio shows whatever um just to make it a habit just to find new words flying towards you it's like it's it's interesting interestingly enough uh, learn road learning if you're doing it intrinsically if you if you're learning for yourself it's 
much more interesting. It's much more fun because you um, get to learn new words and they just pop up. It's not like you've been given a list of words um, by your teacher at school or university. It's rather you finding interesting words you want to express and or use in your songwriting. But as songwriters, I don't, um, I don't think I'm gonna take for granted that you like using words because you're expressing them, you're speaking them, you're uttering them, you're singing them, and you're putting them into context. And that is so important. Uh, hence, you should um, not only learn these words. Um, by heart, but also um, get to see them in context, use them in context, try to implement them in your everyday speech, um, when you talk to your friend in the supermarket or wherever you are, just try to find a way to use these words. And if not, uh, just, just write interesting phrases and words down and try to put them into a song directly and they're going to grow. If they're not perfect the first time, they're going to grow, they're going to adapt, and you're going to get them into another context. You're going to use them in another song, um, and then it's perhaps even absentmindedly without even thinking about it. And um, it could be interesting to see how a word you perhaps hated um, earlier could be one of your strongest tools. Yeah, talking about, about pliers, I hate pliers. I to adjust to the light setting but um once you get the hang of it once you use it once or twice you get how to use them and and it's your favorite tool just like with the words it's the same it basically means learning about five to ten new words each day perhaps if you're a native speaker you might already have a huge vocabulary but then you should focus on reading reading a lot because um reading is gonna put your focus uh your mind where your um where your pen is perhaps because you getting more sensible for for words and expressions and phrases and rephrasing things like great artists did and um start thinking differently but for me i really do the road way i learn about five to fifteen new words each day depending on the time I have each day. It's about when I'm watching a Netflix documentary about songwriting or something like that. It could be a series as well. I'm not really that professional with uh, with controlling my addictions. So um, sometimes it's even a, a, a whole series. But um, I have my advice will be to follow RSS links. And RSS means. Um, links that um, update you whenever there is something new new article perhaps there are plenty of RSS links on web pages um, like the BBC for example there is a link been, uh, on their web page to follow whether whenever there's a new article uh, being published online and just like that um, the same applies for language learning pages or dictionaries like Merriam-Webster or um, Macmillan or the Oxford Dictionary. And these provide you with an RSS link. You just um, copy the link or click on it and it is going to be implemented into a an RSS reader, which you have to install. Unfortunately, sometimes Google Chrome already has an extension for this. 
or if not just uh have a look on the extensions webpage uh, by google i use safari most of the times and it's an extension for safari as well uh, an rss reader and you just type in copy and paste the links into there or just t uh, click on the link on the web page and it's going to be implemented immediately and then each day whenever there's a new word being published by the um by the host of this web page you're gonna get an alarm in my case it's a, a little bird um twittering uh not actually bump perhaps but um it's it's a, it's a lovely sound um and it's reminding me that a new word um is being published on the web page uh i can check it now i have about five new words today word think for example one word day by merriam webster bibliophilia by wordsmith.org i'm gonna perhaps uh, leave a few links in the description of this episode and also another um source of inspiration for me is the webpage vocabulary.com despite it being uh, an american page and i'm rather writing in british english standard british english i check for spelling issues um using grammarly and uh, and other sources to check whether it's um appropriate to use these words in a british context because sometimes it's regional or national um the the context you could use a word in because sometimes it's a colloquial used only in australia and you're not australian just check before learning a word whether the it is um, appropriate to use by you because you have no connection to it and no one of your target audience is going to know about this word because they are perhaps british or american and not australian so um just just check uh, for the um for the context and also for the uh, pronunciation of course because if you're using a word and pronouncing it in an american way or you are mainly a British singer, a uh, British English singer, there might be some heads turning and asking what is that guy or uh, lady doing up there. So um, just make sure to not um, step onto the wrong foot in the road. So, so once again, vocabulary, vocabulary.com, um, an interesting and so um, useful webpage. There are lists of vocabulary they um already pre-sorted and um arranged by topics such as news or words novels poems poets and um speeches martin luther king's speech i, I had this just a few days ago such uh, rich imagery in in the vocabulary already so if you get the right words it's like getting the right brush or the right um color to finish your painting perhaps or um to finish the puzzle it's not like having an unfitting word that uh needs to be rephrased in some way so without further ado i should really get on and get to the point i need to be briefer briefer do you say briefer i've no idea um i'm german by the way so don't worry um you're, you're safe with me because um learning english is really something that you should be doing on a regular basis learning any any language because um 
language really is um, something that has to be used and has to be put into words. And as I, I'm living in Germany, I have not so many English friends or English-speaking uh, connections, uh, despite music, to express myself and find words and get into discussions. I had a, um, a friend of mine, um, a tandem um, partner at the University of Hamburg, where I'm studying, um, and she was she was learning German, and I was um, trying to get my to brush up my English um, conversation skills. Um, and we had we had a fun time because um, we were talking about so many things, and um, she was into mathematics, I guess. Uh, when I, if I was if I'm remembering correctly, don't get me wrong if I'm mistaken. Sorry for that. Um, if she's listening to this, um, okay. Um, so just either find a friend of yours um, who speaks in English and get into the habit of speaking it, um, or just learn words. Uh, use an application I, I really love was uh, Tandem. Uh, I don't know whether it's available in your app stores. It really is an application where you can talk to people via FaceTime. Right, sort of, and you can um, text them as well, and yeah, it's so expressionate, I, I think, and you could really lose yourself in talking to people from all around the world, and it's it's so it's so fun to use. Some tips I want to give you, and not want to leave you without. If you really want to improve your vocabulary, there's no way around learning new words and learning them every single day um, repeating road learning um, uh, mnemonics if you want to or any other way to to remember them and really get them to uh, magnetically um, stick to your mind stick to your tongue to be on the tip of your tongue if you want to and something for you music lovers out there because this is a music podcast mainly um, if I'm not only talking about words, um, is listen to artists that inspire you, inspire you in, in such way as they have a great use of vocabulary, great use of colloquials, great uh, use um, and the implementation of phrases that um, you want to use in your songs as well, and imagery and coherent uh, storytelling. Um, that you want to use as well and maybe get a piece of their cake as well. For me, such such um, idols would be, you don't have to like them or not, um, would be Eminem, highly discussed. Uh, his new album, Songs to be Mur- Music to be Murdered by, just released a few days ago, a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, I guess. And um, well, he manages to tell coherent stories and paint pictures so boastfully and so that um, they stand on their on their own. They could be stories on their, uh, by themselves and it's so interesting how he manages to, from a little idea of uh, perhaps insulting a, a fellow rapper, um, he manages to to go into such detail that um, that this um, that this song is so crowded, perhaps even overcrowded with words and wordplay and um, rephrasing and reordering in a, in a, uh, reordering sentences to denote different meanings. Um, so it's 
quite important to to find someone, some musician, some um, some songwriter that um, that really that really uh, inspires you uh, lyrically, not musically. It does not have to be also li- uh, musically because sometimes the great ri- uh, writers they use too many and too compl- uh, complex words. They don't uh, don't make it on onto the bigger stages because no one understands what they're saying, what they're even saying. Another great artist that I like is Bob Dylan because he manages to um, use plain vernacular language like, unlike Eminem because Eminem is rather colloquial and perhaps even insulted, um, Bob Dylan uses plain and um, to the point vocabulary and uh, phrases that um, get you thinking what he wants to convey immediately for example masters of war it's not about um about the vocabulary mainly but it's about the the storytelling all these masters of war that don't um don't even see the the, the battlefields and just sit behind the desk and want them to die just give it a listen it's, it's quite interesting it's also on my um spotify um list songwriting tips and tricks uh song a day i, I think it's called is it, is it called uh, song a day yeah and if you really focus on writing and um storytelling if you're not lost on the words or anything else if you're a native speaker for example um then you should really get a have a bird's eye view on their writing of uh, their storytelling uh Eminem, for example, in his really flowing storytelling, and um, Bob Dylan, for example, in his um, in his way of conveying pictures that are so meaningful uh, on their own that they really um, use a match cut. Like I don't know whether you're familiar with um, filming um, and camera, the use of camera, and um, if you're using any video editing software. Um, the one of the f- most famous fades of all time, I think, was the the match cut, which is how it's called, uh, of the 2001 uh, Odyssey in space um, by Kubrick, um, where he match cutted a, a flying um, bone. I guess these apes were throwing a bone up in the air, and he was matching it up with a. Um, the same position that's how it, why it's called match cut um same position with a with a spacecraft that had about the same shape as this um bone so perhaps that's interesting to see how this blends how this um fades over and and you just have to find your style of expressing this of um getting to the point so getting to the point uh me again and also an interesting writer to um, to look at is Louis Capaldi, um, a recent artist. Um, he started out about uh, in about 2018, I guess. Um, that's when I got um, when I heard the news of, of his music. I followed him on Instagram about a few few weeks, perhaps, but I did not like his uh, style of um, communication in, on Instagram. Perhaps he's better on Twitter or Facebook, but it was quite colloquial and not my cup of tea um but i like his music and uh, and that's interesting because um i always thought of him um 
from listening to this music as a highly emotional and highly um, um, heartbreaking guy, perhaps. Uh, and I think he has his story. He has his share of losing, I guess. But um, in his Instagram, he really ruined that impression with me. So I like his music, but I don't like his Instagram appearance. Um, perhaps he improved on that, but I have to look it up later after this episode, perhaps. And um, his songs are also uh, highly easy to read. They're easy to read, really. Uh, they don't use that um, that much of complex vocabulary, but syntax. And if you if you attended school, you know about syntax, and you perhaps hate it, and you hate grammar, and you hate everything else. But uh, unfortunately, as a songwriter, you should be familiar with these terms and also be familiar with um, with the method of restructuring sentences to invert meaning, perhaps rhetoric devices. Um, yeah, all this stuff that is rather plain, boring and dry. But once you get to use it, it's so um, powerful. It's a weapon. It's a weaponry, uh, really. Uh, and it could get you, give you song your lyrics something that uh, they that it did not have prior it should be um empowering in, in that case and um using the right words really uh is also a thing to con consider uh, d uh beside the fact that syntax um semantic and grammar also play a, a huge role in this so um without further ado i did manage to get over to the 30 minutes mark and I do really want to leave you without um, thinking that this guy uh, that is me um, is talking too much and I really think I got ahead of myself and uh, ruined that impression I wanted to convey but um, so now if you have any questions regarding this podcast and anything that we want uh, that you want to uh, discuss with me um or any song you would like me to cover, uh, well, musically, well, I could give this music musically as well, but um, lyrically, and talk about influences of music, uh, just let me know. Just uh, head over to Facebook, uh, Tumblr, or my workplace songwriting tips and tricks blog, and um, let me know via an email or message in my inbox of uh, about what you think of this program and what you would like to um, have improved or any critique you want to utter um, any feedback positive or negative be it I don't really care I just want to know um, what you think of this program and um, please let me know if it really helped you uh, writing lyrics um, we could also write a song in an upcoming episode if you want to just let me know because feedback really is the most important thing to me because this program not only is um, uh, for you getting to know uh, something new about songwriting and lyric writing mainly, but um, also for me to have a possibility to talk in English on a regular basis and yeah, uh, not getting lost on words as I am just in the first episode I'm doing this year. Um, as I indicated in the beginning of this uh, show, this is um, a restart for this program. The pilot episode is going to be deleted in a few days. 
and as I said it marks a new beginning for this program and I would like to thank you for listening so far and hope that you'd be back for the next episode hopefully coming up within the next weeks ish because I have no idea when I'm gonna have the time again to record a whole 30 minute 30 minutes um, episode on writing lyrics or analyzing songs or um, whatever questions that uh, might arise from the audience and so for now thank you very much and have a great writing and i hope to see you all again well and um full of new ideas in the next episode on songwriting tips and tricks and my name is keeper and if you like the episode and the show in general just let me know um on tumblr uh wordpress facebook and on my personal instagram which is keeper music um just let me know how you think of this what you think about uh, about this program and um perhaps listen to a few of my songs and uh yeah i'd be highly delighted to hear from all of you goodbye and see you next time